good. <laughs> All right. Welcome to The Big Top with your hosts, Amy Seifer and Lori Brittingham. We are just two women juggling too many things, and we're inviting you to come join our circus. We both love laughing and learning, and our hope is that you go back to your own circus just a little bit lighter. Enjoy the show. You are listening to The Big Top. I'm one of your hosts, Amy Seifert, and this is our last episode on motherhood, folks. It has been so wonderful to look at it from all angles, from infertility to body image to raising twins to one of our favorite guests, who's not a mom or even a woman, Craig Flack, weighing in on motherhood. It was so great. But today, it's just Lori and I. So get ready. We asked you guys our amazing listeners, what you want us to talk about regarding motherhood. And we loved all your questions. So we don't get to all of them, but we do laugh hard and learn well. So that's something like gold stars for that, right? Motherhood might be the craziest country I have ever lived in. One minute I'm sobbing about them growing up and I'm so darn proud of them. And the next I'm ready to just drive and not come back for a while because I have no answers or I'm on the brink of losing my mind. Am I right? But one thing we know, motherhood is both gift and grit together. So here's Lori and I on our motherhood. Enjoy the show. Lori, how's it going on this fine fall day? Amy Seifert, I love the fall. Living oh. in Ohio, I mean, we got the fall festivals, pumpkins are on my front porch. We got yes. all the things. I know. Are you like, a, do you like the candy corn or are you like no candy corn? Um, I like the, I do like the candy corn, especially, I think, did you teach me this with the peanuts? Oh yeah. I mean. That's a good combo. You know what I like better than the candy corn? Candy pumpkins. Same. Yeah. Same. Ooh, they're like cream fields. <laughs> is, it, is it just because they're a bigger candy corn? Probably, yeah. <laughs> They kind of like burst of flavor, right? <laughs> I remember, since we're talking about motherhood, I remember having a constant bag of candy corn and candy pumpkins <laughs> in my car when I was For sure. Oh yeah. I didn't share it. Do you feel like the nation is divided on candy corn though? Like you either hate it or you love it. Oh, do you know haters? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, I don't know any. (laughs) (laughs) Listeners, you got to weigh in. Are you a lover or a hater of the candy corn? And do you prefer candy corn or the pumpkin? A pumpkin every time, right? (laughs) Go big or go home. (laughs) Abe, how are you today? How's it going there? you know what? I'm good. I'm, I'm enjoying also the fall, which is great. And you're like, I love fall and football and apple picking. We're going mm-hmm. apple picking with um, my community group tonight. Fun. And yeah. my, my four-year-old was like, Olive, to pick, you twist first, then pull. <laughs> twist, then pull. He's got a method down. I know. I was like, why do you know this? Like, who's talking about this? <laughs> And she's like, okay. Take you it got it. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about this. We're wrapping up our motherhood series. Yes. And we're mamas. So obviously we have opinions. A lot of them. <laughs> but we've heard from some fantastic mothers and fathers, Craig Flack, right? Mm-hmm. Or our, he was one of our best. Yeah. 
Yeah, I can't wait to get Craig on again. Team Craig. Always. I like that guy. Um, well, before we even talk about our series, because there's so many things. I mean, I have a would you rather for you. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. What you got? <laughs> I was like, I hope it is. All right. Here's the question. Would, would you, you rather eat bacon for every meal for the rest of your life or be a vegetarian? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a tough question. I've actually been in like in a season of lots of bacon. <laughs> I keep, I keep bacon making season? it. It's <laughs> bacon season. I just keep making it. Um, wow. I, I, might, I might go bacon every meal. Wow. That's a lot of bacon. No, I know. I mean, I love bacon. I, How do you like your bacon? <laughs> How do you like <laughs> You like it crispy. Okay. Wait, well, how do you like your bacon? I don't know. Some people like it wiggly. No. I Who likes it wiggly? Gross. I know. I don't want that. <laughs> nope. No, I spit it right out. Rob's always like, did you get a wiggly? When I like get up and go spit something out. <laughs> Wait, I have a would you rather question. Okay. This is off the cuff. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> would you rather um, put your hand in a jar of mayo? <laughs> Every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> or, or, um, hear a soundtrack of moist. No. All day for the rest of your life. <laughs> no. And oh, walk around with my hand in a vat of mayo. And are you I serious? Like, Wait, are yes. you serious? Wait, are you? Yes. You would are choose you, mayo over moist. Are you, <laughs> are you saying, are you saying put my hand in the jar of mayo and like walk around with it? Like, hey guys, here's my mayo mitt now. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying, but I can't believe you're choosing mayo I just, over moist. Stop saying that word. <laughs> <laughs> no woman loves that word. No woman. I know. You've said it far too much. I know, but I would rather that than a no, bat of mayo. <laughs> Amy Cypher, are you kidding me? I am not. Give me Ew, the mayo. Uh, nope. Never. <laughs> I, li- I like your I like your surprise. Would you rather? <laughs> All right, hey, I'm gonna do and do some this or that. Oh yeah, always. Or think fast. Either one. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start off with our classic. Yeah. Although I know your answer to this. The same. All right, That's Justin fine. Timberlake or Michael Jackson? MJ. No. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That'll tell you why. I'll tell why? you why. I, when I was like little, like five, we used to roll up the living room carpet to get to the wood floor. We would blare Michael Jackson. And I have fantastic memories of like making up moves for him. So it like goes back to like nostalgia for me. Can you moonwalk? Wasn't he the original? He, he was the original and I have learned to moonwalk. And I, so is my son. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can get behind Michael Jackson. I put Justin Timberlake. He's I, the full package. I know. And I do agree with you. I, I really do love him. It is a toss up. So nostalgia wins, but JT's awesome. He's awesome. Like, He's on tour right now. We got to go. We should go. Yeah. Let's do a GoFundMe for JT tickets. Go. <laughs> All right, listeners, we're going to put out a GoFundMe. Lori <laughs> and Amy to JT concert. My mom or my mom, not my mom. My sister's been to one. She loves it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, waffles or pancakes? Hmm. Waffles. Every time. Every time. I don't want a pancake. <laughs> you just don't even want one? No, I don't like them. <laughs> Do you like them? Yeah, I guess not really. I want a waffle. Yeah. 
All right. Overalls or romper? Man. So I have both. I do prefer the romper, I think. Huh. I prefer the overalls. You do? Yeah. I mean, maybe because it's fall and it's like cozy now. It is cozy. I think there it's heavier. A romper is really usually light and playful to me where I feel like I'm really aware of my overalls when they're on. You also said that your overalls are crispy. <laughs> Crunchy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I got them off of Amazon. I'm not really sure what went on to the making of these. <laughs> but it seems like somebody actually is, like sewed a, a candy wrapper inside of the bib. <laughs> it's like a joke to it's all the like, buyers. Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Um, fall or spring? Fall. Same. Yeah. Especially, I mean, Ohio. We've got good falls. Oh, Ohio in the fall. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. But I love spring too. All right. Porcupine or platypus? Man, I think I'm going to go platypus. Why? Uh, I have this little jingle in my head. Um, I'm glad I asked. (laughs) (laughs) From when I was little, again, like... Uh, how's it go? Platypuses have feet like a duck, but they're furry. They're all in my wildlife treasury. Rawr! Like that's what, <laughs> the, <laughs> that was my wildlife treasury. Platypus, oh. I don't know. I think they're very interesting. They're weird. I am so glad that we did that. What are you going to go with? Oh, a platypus for sure. Okay. All right. What's next? What's next? What do you got? Face- Facebook or Instagram? Insta. A hundred percent. Yeah. Facebook is kind of phasing its way out. I wish it would go away actually. Is that you terrible? Do. Instagram's just clean. I like the photos. I like yeah. that it like came from like prettiness. I don't know. I like the stories. I do too. I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right. Tacos All right. or pizza? All right. If you're talking grilled pizza, um, like Rob, my husband grilled pizza, I'm going to go pizza. But tacos Ooh. other than that. Yeah. Your husband does like, um, I've had it before. He does like a steak and blue cheese. Oh, with a balsamic wood-fired pizza? Yes. Oh, it is delicious. He, yeah. Your man can make a pizza. That. Yeah. Totally, yeah. So I would take that. But other than that, I do love a good salty taco. Yeah, I love tacos. I think I go taco every time. Other than maybe a raw pizza. You're right. Yeah, raw pizza. All right, last All right, question. Love, yep. And this one hails from This Is Us because, ooh, we love it. All right. Jack Pearson or Beth Pearson? Beth Pearson. You're going to go back. I love her. She's so feisty. <laughs> I love her. She's, She's gorgeous. Zesty. She's gorgeous. I know. I love her. I love her too. She, you know what? Yeah. But I, love, I love them both. I love them both. Man, I'm going to go Jack. You love Jack. I, I, Jack actually reminds me a lot of my dad growing up. Aww. Like Just making like light, making light of hard situations and like just a good guy. I just, he's great. And his little like half smirk. Yeah. He's got that side smirk. Cute. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we love our men is the thing. We love, we love our men. <laughs> Jack is no Zach. That's the thing. That's what we're saying. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's talk about, I mean, motherhood. We are wrapping up the series today. You and me. We're doing it. We're sounding off on motherhood. And we, our guests have been phenomenal. I mean, Courtney, Allie, Craig, Megan, Ashley. I mean, we had some big hitters. We had some big hitters and they were so gracious to have time. (laughs) They were, (laughs) they were definitely gracious. Um, One of my favorites was my friend, uh, my friend, she's type A and she was loving Allie and all her, like the way she thought about life. She's like, Allie was my favorite. She thinks how I think. 
thanks for having her on. So Allie Patterson was rocking it. Oh, uh, I know. I know. I got a ton of good feedback on Craig. The non-mom. The, the non-mom. Yeah. But so many moms resonating with making their kids the center of their world yeah. and actually being pretty convicted. And then it was actually cool. There's been a lot of feedback about Craig's episode being a conversation catalyst to mm. conversations between their spouses, which has been cool. I love that. Which is our hope for this, right? Is that there's 100%. more conversations. Yes. Start the conversation. So that was fun. Yeah. I know. And I'm super glad that we um, covered the hard topic of infertility and walking mm-hmm. through that too. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan was awesome. I know. I actually just like, I just liked Megan as a friend. I felt like she was feisty and a little bit sassy. Yes. As a friend. Cause we're friends now. That's a friend. And you know what? Uh, I like, you know, I've been thinking about a lot, actually something that Megan said, and it wasn't even necessarily infertility related, but she said something to the effect of the person on the side of joy should take a back seat sometimes to the person in pain. Mm-hmm. And I've been chewing on that a lot, actually. And like, where is that appropriate? And Hmm. It's made some good conversations with my friends. I do like that line. It is helpful. It is helpful. Well, and we've had, we put out some listener questions. Yes. We've been outsourcing. What questions do our listeners have about motherhood and parenthood? So do you want to tee up some of those? And then we probably won't cover all of them, obviously. Right. But we we're got- going to pick out some of our favorites and some resounding mm-hmm. themes, maybe. Absolutely. Um, one of the questions that I think we should talk about is um, someone asked about this um, sort of bad mom voice that comes into your head, like this negative voice. And what do we do about that if you're always feeling like you're a bad mom for some reason? Do you remember mm-hmm. that question? Yeah. Um, and I think about that a lot because I feel like with mom guilt telling us that we aren't doing enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a really good question. And one of my things I've been thinking about is self-talk is huge. What mm-hmm. the narrative you're telling yourself, the story you're writing in your head is a big deal. Um, but one of my friends who's a counselor is like, often if your kid is loved and safe, you're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I love that. It so simple. Just, it's simple. And it takes uh-huh. the pressure off of all the things we ought, we think we ought to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that same counselor on the flip also says, like, if we do feel guilty or feeling bad about something, guilt can be a coach for us. Mm -hmm. And it can coach us to say, yeah, I mean, I actually should put down all this work I'm doing and get on the floor and play with my kids because I haven't. I've been ignoring Mm -hmm. them for far too long. So just even paying attention to what is this voice coaching me? Is, is it, is this guilt coaching me to make a better choice and that's mm-hmm. good? Mm-hmm. Or is it actually tearing me down and telling me that I'm a terrible person? Cause we're not going to listen to that part of mm-hmm. the guilt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's you a know? great point. Yeah. And I wonder if this is the same counselor that we have <laughs> connections <laughs> to, but he's, so I think two thoughts on that. I think, um, so I think we're often told don't think negative thoughts, mm-hmm. but and so you can't just have an absence of thoughts. Like you have to replace a negative thought with a positive thought. Yes. And so that counselor has often said to me, hey, everybody wakes up with a chalkboard. Mm-hmm. And you can either wake up and let your chalkboard be blank and let people around you fill out what your chalkboard is. And often those will be negative titles for yourself. Like mm. you're not mom enough. You're not doing enough. You're chubby, whatever it is, you know, like it can be any number of things. Yeah. But instead, if you're wise, you'll wake up and you will fill out your own chalkboard with positive self-talk and 
truth about who you are. So you are loved. You are enough. You're doing your best, whatever. Yes. So I think it's been helpful to be like, okay, I'm going to wake up and create for me my chalkboard yep. so that in the moments where I don't feel enough in motherhood, I've already determined before my day has begun who I'm going to be. Oh, I love that. You know what I mean? Because I think it's true. Like yes. we want to like rid ourselves of negative talk, but if you're not replacing it with positive, mm-hmm. there's just a, there's a vacuum. A hundred percent. I think of um, one of my favorite Psalm lines, the Psalm 18, 19, that says he rescued me because he delighted in me. Mm-hmm. And I love calling myself delightful. Like I am yes. delightful. Totally. Totally. And that can even be funny to practice saying, but the more you say it, you have to, when you hear the word delight, you smile. For sure. Yep. And so so to rest on those solid truths of being accepted and enough and Mm -hmm. loved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think otherwise you like you tailspin into shame. Totally. For sure. Yeah. What's what's another listener question we've got? Um, What do we have here? Oh, someone had talked to, asked about like, sort of fill in the blank is going to, um, sort of save me like, Oh, I can't wait till nap time because that will, um, oh, mm-hmm. you know, that will save me or that will complete all my needs. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or there, if they succeed in school, then I'll feel good about myself. This blank instead of like the foundation being God and who he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I think I'm guilty of that first one. Like I think she mentions finding hope in nap time. Yes. Like when nap time derails, I lose my mind. Totally. Oh, it makes me crazy. <laughs> and so I've had to like die to these expectations. Cause especially yeah. with Lander, he's pushing four. And so his naps are starting to just look different. And yeah. it, if I'm not careful, I get so, I just get mad. Totally. Mm-hmm. Same. And that's even like in chin up, I talk about like that chapter on anger and acorns that it's, it's unmet or unrealistic to expectations. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when they go unmet, we feel out of control. Totally. And then we're frustrated and we can explode. And Mm -hmm. yes, to hold everything loosely. I think it's such an art to say like my day, (laughs) I could plan it out, but I can't rest here because it's a moving target. Everything is a moving target. Everything's a moving target. And I think the other thing I thought about on that same thread is like, if we're not leaving margin in our days, mm. then there's no margin to let expectations fail. Yes. So like often I get mad about nap time getting blown because I am planning something for nap time. I'm getting mm-hmm. work done. I'm having a conversation with a friend, whatever it is. It's like, wait, if I would just stop packing my life to the brim, I would actually stop getting so mad. That's so good. Cause there would just be room. There's wiggle room, but right now it's like, I am in a season of life where there's no wiggle room. And so when expectations get blown, I blow up. Yes. So just thinking, how do we create margin so that when expectations don't get met, we right. can be okay. <laughs> and then it's so good to think like, what is actually needed for my week? Like, do I have to shove this thing in there? Probably for sure. not, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Yeah. And, totally. to, and we might be shoving in there cause we don't feel enough. And right, right, right. To ease off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I yes. think too, the last thought on this, unless you have one is, um, since those, so many things are moving targets. And so we get frustrated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just love how, um, so often in the Psalms, again, that God is called a rock and a fortress and a strong tower. Like those things mm-hmm. don't move. Yes. That's good. It's good. 
So let's stay put there. Let's stay put right there. That's good. Yes. Yeah. What other questions came from our... Um, okay. My friend, Andy Otten, he is a social worker. Yes. And he actually says this on my Facebook wall. He's, so he's teaching a class um, and they pull a half a million parents and kids. And the number one thing said most often by kids is my parents always tell me when I'm doing something wrong mm. and they never tell me when I'm doing something right. <gasps> I'm so yeah. guilty. And like, like convicted reading that. Yeah. I know. Wait, what are your thoughts on that? Well, guilty. I feel like that. Um, and like in, in my head, two things. I'm like, why do I tell my kids when things are, when you're doing something wrong, right? Well, one, I mean, we're parenting. So hi, you hit your sister. Let's not do that. That was right. <laughs> right. Parenting. But the other thing I can point out things that are wrong that can feel like I'm doing some image management for myself. Mm, talk more like, about that. What do you mean? Well, it's like self-focus. Like I don't, it's perception, right? I don't want people to think that I don't have control of my house or my kids when they come outside in shorts and it's 39 degrees out. Totally. Um, you know, yes. and whether that's wrong or not, I've made it wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and you can just make these, these mountains out of molehills. So um, I think that can be a big deal. But then I think who, who doesn't thrive when positive reinforcement is the atmosphere? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I have loved when I'm in an environment, I think about coaches in the past, they'll tell you what's wrong, but they also are telling you what's right. And we want For more sure. of that, you know, yep. like, yep. and you feel like you have control then, like it's almost giving them control of how they're responding and just positive reinforcement. I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? For sure. Uh, also guilty. Yeah. Um, I, but I think if, when I'm thinking rightly about it, um, I think, so Zach actually was telling me earlier about this research study he was looking up, I don't know, for whatever reason. Yeah. And he found in this research study that, um, positive things spread faster than negative things. Huh. And it was insightful to me, even as I was thinking about parenting, especially Lander. Zayn is so young right now, but yeah, my four-year-old, but thinking about it, I'm like, if I want him to be a force of positivity in the world, he has got to experience some positivity at home. Yes. And so, because again, like this research study was showing, if there's a negative thing trying to spread, mm -hmm. the natural human reaction is to put up a barrier so that negative thing won't spread. But yeah. positivity, there, you don't put up any barriers towards positivity. And so it spreads faster. Yes. And so I thought a lot, of, even with reading Andy's comment of like, okay, that's such a good thought. Again, if I want Lander to be a positive force in the world, I've got to be launching him from positivity. Otherwise, all he's going to know is like cutting remarks or everything in the name of discipline. And it's like, yes, yes. he needs discipline for sure. But again, like what you're saying, especially when positivity comes from authority figures, whether oh. it's your boss or your coach or your parent, mm -hmm. you can throw, like, it just gives you wings to fly. I love that. But negativity, it just kind of clips your wings. It totally clips your wings. And I always forget, I love what you just said, by the way. I think it's, that's amazing. The idea of positivity spreading faster because there's no walls. Um, I think about how I so often forget how, how amazing sticker charts can be. You know what? Everybody's been talking about these. I got to start them. Yeah. Get yourself a sticker chart. I got to do um, it. What's oh the deal? Oh my gosh. They're amazing. 
And once I do them for a series of – like, Ella was having a hard time coming home and reading her book for first her, – like, her first grade homework was to read some to me. Mm-hmm. She was, like, flopping on the floor, hating her life, all the things. <laughs> um, but I was like, sticker chart, classic. And, you know, if you read this – if you read for 10 minutes without being a spaz, you get a sticker. And at the mm-hmm. end, there's a reward for the week or the month. And every time, she's so motivated – um, by having like positive reinforcement, by there being a reward. It mm-hmm. makes me think like I do well because I know a paycheck is coming. You know, like, For sure. Yes. This is, you know, how I Yeah. Do. Yes. That's good. That's really, really good. Yeah. I love that. I got to start up a sticker chart. I got to jump on that train. Get on that. Get on it. I need to. <laughs> um, one of the things I liked was Rachel had sent a question. She talked about how, how to encourage healthy displays of emotions from a young age to create safe spaces when they're older. Mm. I love that she says, I want my kids to feel like they can talk to me about anything and know that I will react and encourage them. And just that whole idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You have thoughts on that? No, I think that's, yeah, I think simply we've talked about this a little bit between the two of us, you and I, Yeah, like you can come to me with anything. Yep. I don't care what it is. Wait, wait, wait. Actually, we have a friend, Michael. Yeah. Um, can you share that 15 minute rule that he has? It's so good. I love this. Um, and I think Michael also says to his kids, like, you can't shock me with anything. Like if you are afraid to come to, you can't shock me. Like I love that, that phrase. Yeah. Or my love doesn't change. If you're going to tell me about a poor choice you made, like Mm -hmm. just reinforcing, you can tell me anything, Mm -hmm. but he had, they have this 15 minute rule in their house that he's like, you know what? Sometimes we say dumb things. Sometimes we say things we regret and sometimes we lie. And we wish we wouldn't have. And so if um, one of my kids comes to me and tells me something and I suspect they're lying, I'll say, okay, you know what? I'm going to look at the clock right now. You have 15 minutes if you want to change your answer to what you just gave me. And there'll be no consequences. This is a 15-minute grace period. Um, I just want you to have some time to think about it. And we'll see where it goes. And, and we've done that with Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes upstairs. A minute, half later. Okay, um, I, I, I did lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally, yes. But we created that atmosphere where it. there's no consequences, no punishment, and yep. it's this grace period. Yep, yep. I, I love, love it. it. Yeah, but then there, but right, there are consequences if they, if they don't. If we find out that it was a lie or or whatever after those 15 minutes, there are consequences. They do kick in after. And I love that. Yep, I think yep. That that's so fair. I feel like it's a reflection of who God is often towards us. Like there is, there is grace for us. Yes, for sure. But then there always does come a time too, or it's like, sometimes you do have to pay the piper. Absolutely. Consequences are real. Yep. Totally. Yeah. Um, maybe one more question. Yeah. Um, go ahead. One of the, do you have one? No, go ahead. They, um, just the idea of postpartum depression. I feel like I have this checklist in my head when I start to feel the, the grips of depression in my motherhood. And I think, all right, how's counseling in my life? Which doesn't mean like it could mm. be official counseling or, but am I just walking the light with like friends? Yeah, that's good. How's counseling? Am I taking my meds or do I, should I think about meds? Um, mm-hmm. where, how's my spiritual life? How's my exercise and then a healthy lifestyle? Like, what am I eating and how am I sleeping? Yeah, and I just kind of think about all those areas in my life, those dimensions, because if one or two get off, that can make a huge difference mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to the health of my motherhood and how I'm able to like view and have perspective 
um, during the day with my kids. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So yeah, that's just my checklist. And often I find, oh yeah, I haven't really been sleeping the hours that I need. Right. Or whatever. You know, you're in that right now. For sure. Mm -hmm. It can be a crazy maker if you're up at fun and to head it off at the pass. So. Yep. Totally. Totally. Um, Hey, one last question I do think might be important. Um, Somebody commented, hey, foster parenting. Yes. Why does it matter? What's going on there? Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it'd be important for us to touch on that because I think it is really important. And um, the question is, why does it matter? Um, mm-hmm. I'm telling you what, like we've got this foster um, agency partnership with our church right now. Yes. And I'm watching. So we do, we host respite nights for families who are in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a blast, Aim. Like you see these kids walk into these homes who just don't know a mom and a dad. And it's like, there is nothing more essential to the gospel than hospitality. Like where Jesus welcomed us in, like we were the furthest thing Mm. from people who should be welcomed in. Right. And so it's like hospitality is like central to the heart of God. And so that's exactly what foster parenting is, is it's this embrace of hospitality, the extension of his arms to welcome in people so it matters because it's a reflection of God. Um, and we're just giving these little kiddos who don't have homes otherwise, homes and moms and dads and yes. love. And yeah, it's, it's been wild, this partnership we've got. Aim. I love it. I, I love mean, that you do this. How, okay. often, how often are you doing this? Tell me. So we do, um, yeah, I'll brag about it for a minute. So we yeah, do, do um, a respite night once a month. So we've got a partnership with the Franklin County agency. And then every month we do a respite night. So all the families come drop their kids off so that the, the foster parents can go have a date night. Cause otherwise I love it. They don't get them yep. because babysitters are not typically fingerprinted. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and then one of the hearts is that we're going to um, try to line up a professional photographer. And so every family will get um, pictures with their foster kids. So because foster kids don't have family photos. Yes, you're right. So even if they're then removed from that foster family, wherever they go in life, they'll have photos of people who have loved them. Yes. I mean, I'm looking around my house right now. I've got tons of pictures with my kids. Yep. And so I'm like, okay, how do we give these little kids Mm. memories? Yes. And tangible expressions of love and like real parts of their story. Totally. Yep. I yep. love this so much with all my heart. I love that you guys oh. are doing it together. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. cause I bet there's varying degrees of people who are, uh, feel called to this or into this, you know, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I'm sure people are learning and growing and their hearts, their hearts are breaking for this reality. Like it's for so, sure. I love that. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been really fun, but foster parenting matters a ton and it does. It's right central to the heart of God. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So a maybe uh, last question or two. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's just kind of rolling around in your head these days on motherhood? Yeah. We kind of sound off on the series. Right. What are you, you thinking know, about? What am I not thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> we got time. Um, we got okay, time. Yeah, right. Um, motherhood. My recent thought is, um, I actually was just having a conversation with a friend yesterday about this, like accepting the kinds of kids that we're given Mm. and accepting. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because I can, I, and I've accepted more and more and more as my kids get older, 
but I have this like hope that they would have like the best parts of me or, or even, I think this one is huge. Love what I love to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and cause that's what I picture how we would just like bond and do things. And my kids often, a lot of them don't love what I've loved or what I love. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to put that pressure on them to be like me, Mm -hmm. um, or to, to look like, like they're their own unique created human beings that God has a specific plan for Mm -hmm. that is different than their mama. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to accept, like, maybe he's, maybe they're not into, um, basketball the way I loved it or, you know, however it works. And Mm -hmm. I think that's just like a, it's something that uh, is unfolding constantly in front of me Mm. to accept who they are. And also the flip of that, accept and celebrate them. Like I want to celebrate that they have these unique gifts. Like my Mm -hmm. kids are playing piano. I don't know a dang thing about piano, Mm -hmm. but like Mm -hmm. Olive is loving it. And so I want to just celebrate that, Uh you know, Uh So I, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. Oh. What about you? <laughs> well, uh, hold on. I mean, that's, we should end with that. That's convicting. Because <laughs> I wrestle with that. That's, that's real. That's real. Like I wrestle with that. Cause I just, I just put up on my Insta story the other day, trying to force my child to love football. <laughs> like, I love it. Like I want my yes. dream is that I've got like kids being like Buckeyes. I want them to be on the offensive line of yes. the Buckeyes. <laughs> right. We and have right these. now that trajectory is not happening. <laughs> and so, but I'm like forcing him. The other day I told Lander, I said, I will give you a treat if you throw the football with me. <laughs> That's the thing. Isn't and it? he's like, fine. A dum dum. I'll do anything for a skittle, mom. Yeah, but he hated it. Like, what That's, am I doing? I, <laughs> which Stupid. we could totally laugh at because it is funny to think about. But it, we we've seen parents and families where it has gone way too far. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't even know who they are because they, they weren't allowed to be who they are. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I really do have to be careful. It's funny now. Yeah. But it won't be funny in ten years. No, and then make that space for them. Make a wide berth for who they are. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I can be who I am. Great. We can love football. For sure. <laughs> yes. Totally. They don't have to. I know. Totally. Yeah. I know. And the thing actually, we, will, we can end here. The thing that um, has been rolling around in my mind is actually semi-related because I like that you said at the end, accept them and also celebrate them because yeah. that has been the thing rolling around in my mind. I was listening to this podcast with, um, so Bob Goff. Yeah. Oh yeah. The author of Love Does. His daughter was on a podcast and she wrote Love Does for kids. Yes. Okay. So she talks about like her dad's relationship with her. And one of the things that she said that she will always remember about her dad is with a simple fact that he liked them. And so like at family holidays, she was like all these other families I would go to the, the, like, um, the parents would have an adult table and the kids would have a kid's table. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I grew up like that. She said, my dad will always come over to the kids table because he's like, I like you guys. <laughs> and I love that. Like, I'm like, wait, I just want to like my kids. Yes. Like something so striking to me about Courtney DeFeo. Yeah. She, the way she talked about her kids was like, she just liked them. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes I can just tolerate my kids and I don't, yeah. I don't want to live there. Yep. It's not fun for me or them. I love it. My, we just had, um, a friend teach at our church who said the same thing. He was, he said, mm. you need to know that not only does God love you, yes. but he likes you. It's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's just a radically different shift in your brain. Well, and that's the truth that we'll leave you with today here at the big top that God 
not only loves you, but God likes you. Like that's the truth wherever you are in your circus today that we want you guys to kind of hang your hat on. Whether you're a mom, not yet a mom, whether you're working a job, whether you're not working a job, whatever your circumstances in life, we want you to hear us say that God not only loves you, he likes you. He's enamored by you. He is kind towards you. He likes to spend time with you, all the things. You guys, God likes you. That's the message today, if nothing else. So, you guys, thanks for hanging with us for this series on motherhood. We hope that it has been really beneficial for you. We hope not only beneficial, but perhaps even inspirational. That as you've gone about your own circus in in motherhood, that maybe you've changed some things that you feel like you need to change in motherhood, or that you've been encouraged in places that you needed some courage. So, you guys, thanks for hanging with us. We have an incredible series coming up next. We're going to, again, keep you on your toes, waiting it out to see what's next. But we're excited to reveal to you some of our guests and the topic at hand. So, you guys, while you're at it, if you're in iTunes or on social media posts, would you screenshot the big top? Um, and would you share that with your friends so that more and more people can find hope and courage in their own circus? So, uh, you guys, thanks for being our faithful listeners. We love you. We do this for you guys. Um, and we hope that you continue to find this place um, a catalyst for more conversation. So, enjoy your big tap wherever you are today. Go ahead and laugh hard, learn well, wherever you might be. All right. See you next time.